Coming to you from Corpus Christi, this is Justin Buckholtz. I'll be your host for tonight's South Texas story of tragedy, destruction, and recovery. We'll see what the human spirit is capable of tonight, when Harvey comes to town. Port Aransas is a relatively small island town, just a little ways outside of Corpus Christi, situated on Mustang Island along the coast. Its population is just above 4,000 people, and it makes most of its money through fishing and tourism. Like many small towns, it has a close-knit community of people who are all familiar with one another. A lot of us knew each other. A lot of our parents all went to school together. So naturally, we all just kind of grew up together and got along like that. You just kind of know everyone in the entire town. If I don't know them, I know their siblings. I know a cousin of them. That's kind of just how the town works. Enter one Elena Crawford, a born and raised citizen of Port Aransas, Texas. Today, she's a biomedical science major at Texas A&M's Corpus Christi branch. Her childhood, however, was spent on a little island attending a little school. My family has lived in Port Aransas for 33 years. Lived in the same house we had owned the property for many years. It was just a smaller house that I grew up in, and when I was in the third grade, my family rebuilt an even bigger house in the space. So I always lived on the same property, but not in the same house. There's only one school. There's an elementary school, middle school, and a high school. They're all literally right next to each other, all connected. It's a really small school. I went, I graduated with about 29 people, I want to say. So a lot of them I'd actually grown up with since pre-K. It sounds like the picturesque ideal of island time. An easygoing community of friendly neighbors where you're never too far from the beach. A life that's easy, gentle, and routine. But those routines would be turned on their head in 2017 with the formation of Hurricane Harvey. It began as a tropical depression on the 17th of August off the east coast of Barbados and began a rapid westward march across the Atlantic and the Gulf of Mexico. Harvey was coming to town, but the residents of Port Aransas didn't take the storm very seriously in its early stages. Storms had come to the island before, and the island had weathered them just fine. Why would this one be any different? Not a whole lot of us were really worried about it. We were kind of just talking about it in class. It was kind of just something that was on Facebook. We saw it just on social networks. At first, we honestly just thought it was going to be a few days off from school. As a child, I had to evacuate two or three different times for hurricanes that were coming nearby. But that was why I never freaked out whenever I heard of Hurricane Harvey or the tropical storm buzz at the time. Is because we had evacuated and it was just something that came and went and we came home and everything was fine. The idea that everything was fine would leave just as fast as the storm arrived. The people of Port Aransas got a rude awakening when the storm began to rapidly escalate. Harvey was officially declared a hurricane by NOAA on the 24th of August and would reach Category 3 by the following day. Harvey was coming to town, and he was coming fast. Soon it became obvious to the authorities that the only way to protect people was to evacuate. We had heard about it, so we decided as a family we were going to evacuate just to be safe. I think at that point it was already a Category 2, but within about an hour, I'd say everything kind of escalated. Um, they had everyone send us out of school. Everyone was letting out. I want to say it was like after lunch, they told us don't come back from school. And I, I'm not kidding you when I say there were literally policemen driving around the town using a megaphone telling us to evacuate, which was probably the craziest thing I've ever experienced. It might just seem that way because I was in high school and wasn't thinking about it as much as some adults may have been, but from what I remember and what I say a lot of my friends remember, within a few hours it just got a little bit worse and a little bit worse until next thing we knew there were just cops driving around telling us to get out, knocking on people's doors, telling people they need to evacuate. The people of Port Aransas loaded into their vehicles and spread out across southern Texas, going to friends, family, or anywhere that would take them. Elena and her family were lucky to have a place with an uncle in Brownsville. They could ride out the storm there in peace and comfort. They could even enjoy themselves while Harvey blew through. 
we figured that'd be the safest place and it actually ended up being incredibly safe we didn't even get an ounce of rain it was perfect weather over there so it was a good choice it was a safe area Oh, no, a little different, and it had everything we'd need. We had stores there. It had basically all the necessities in that area that we would need. And my uncle has a house that could house all of us perfectly fine, so we chose there. As many siblings as I have, it's easy to say we kind of drove ourselves crazy. If you have siblings, I'm sure you know that eventually in a room full of that many people, you'll start to bicker and get on each other's nerves. But I think that only comes with stress. It was a good time hanging out, watching movies, spending family time together that you don't normally get the option to do when you're at home. The idea that everything was going to be fine slowly began to creep back into Elena's mind. At least for a short time. While she and her family were safe outside of Harvey's reach, a handful of people chose to stay behind on the island. They were recording and reporting on the progress of the storm as it closed in. Their reports brought the grim reality of the hurricane to everyone who left. We have a Facebook page that the entire community uses, and there were a lot of people who actually voluntarily chose to ride out the storm. And a lot of those people were posting on Facebook up until they lost power, and they were slowly starting to mention, like, wow, it's it's starting to get kind of bad. Wow, it's starting a little worse than I thought it would be. And some people were slowly posting pictures as they could. So that was kind of what we were left with, was just these random images and these random messages from people who were deciding to ride out the storm. And, And then everything just kind of went quiet for Porta. Harvey had come to town. It made landfall near Rockport, Texas in the early morning of August the 26th as a Category 4 hurricane. Elena, her family, and the other citizens of Port Aransas were left in the dark until they could return home almost a week later. The sights they beheld when they arrived on the island again were shocking. Homes destroyed, cars buried in sand, streets choked with debris, everywhere you looked, destruction. For Elena and her family, They had to face the shock of seeing the only home they knew torn apart. We didn't get any flood damage because my house is thankfully uphill, but we got direct straight wind damage. My entire siding was ripped off from one house. It was all you could see was just plywood. My balconies were ripped off. Many of our doors were ripped off. Some of our windows we couldn't reach to even board up, so many of our windows were ripped out. The barriers on the balcony were flung all over. My mailbox was gone. My bedroom door was gone. Sentences were all down. It didn't look like my home anymore. The wake of the storm was wide. NOAA estimates an approximate $125 billion in total damage, with 300,000 structures and 500,000 cars being flooded. Power was out across wide areas of the state. Everyone in Texas was shaken by the scale of the impact. But despite all the damage, this was not the end for Port Aransas. The people would rebuild, re-establish their homes and businesses, and get their lives back on track. The process was not easy, but the entire community came together to pull each other up. Old rivalries were left behind as everyone looked to the struggle of the present and the hope of the future. We all actually became more friends after the hurricane. I mean, that was whenever a lot of the the petty stuff really came to an end and we kind of came together as friends. Like I said, there were some people that I graduated with who I'd known since pre-K, and I still even love to speak to some of them nowadays. We looked at each other's houses, and we just, it was like everything we'd all known for each other was just gone. I'd say a lot of us actually became better friends after the hurricane because we knew what we were losing. Even strangers came around to give a helping hand. People from all across Texas and beyond came to aid communities like Houston, Rockport, and Port Aransas that were hit hard by the sheer power of Hurricane Harvey. They gave the community just the boost they needed to get back on their feet. Everyone started setting up the food trucks, the camps. Uh, A lot of people came to Port A to feed all the locals. I mean, it it was crazy. There were were people everywhere cooking and feeding us. Like a college professional basketball team lent us, let's lend our basketball team a basketball court that they set up in our civic community center. 
And that's what we were practicing on. They loaned it to us and we, we sent it back. And that's how we were able to practice for basketball again. It was actually very cool. Like, I didn't realize you could just set something up like that. Though for Elena and her family, they preferred to stick mostly to themselves, even when help was offered. They needed their space, but they had spirit aplenty. As rough as things were, they kept working and refused to give in to despair. I believe I got a few meals from some of them, but we kind of kept to ourselves. Yeah, cause a lot of people were coming in and they were doing the, the demo and they were helping out, but we, we kind of kept to ourselves during that period because we wanted to heal. But other than that, we didn't have a whole lot of people kind of going in and out of our house. Coping with destruction was not easy, but Port Aransas would not be broken. The people kept themselves in high spirits and found ways to laugh, even in the midst of devastation. They refused to let even the strength of a hurricane shatter their spirits. Whenever the hurricane first started, we were extremely defensive with people making jokes and making memes. I mean, we, we hopped on that. We, were, we went through a definite anger phase in the healing process. So we were super defensive about anyone who tried to make a joke for a while. But, you know, that, that's just kind of how you heal. But after a while, I think we started to kind of kind of laugh at just the little things that happened. We started to slowly laugh at the things that we lost. Because in a way, sometimes you, you lose things that you kind of wanted to lose. You kind of get things off your shoulders that you had always kind of wanted off your shoulder when a hurricane wipes it out. So we were always able to kind of laugh at memories that we no longer had in a way. I remember in high school, whenever we got our gym back, because we were the Marlins in high school, so we call our gym the tank. It's like a joke we started making, I, I want to say, when I was younger. When we finally got our gym back, we had the Harvey-themed pep rally. I remember thinking that was fun. That was kind of just something that we made jokes about a lot. Today, Porter Ranzis is back to business as usual. The spirit of the people refused to be broken, and their determination paid off with the return of their town to the island life. The recovery of Port Aransas is a tale of determination for the citizens of that small island town. Now, they do their best to bring that spirit to other people in need. We recovered, and we picked up, and we were pretty strong about it. I think, to this day, we look at other people when they get hit by hurricanes. We all do as much as we can to try and help. And with Hurricane Laura, we have lots of people bring in trailers over to Louisiana because we know exactly what that's like. We know exactly what it's like to be a small town that no one really thinks about. A lot of people focus a lot on Houston for an RV, but Fort A was rough. We always take that into consideration for other places when hurricanes hit. We think about them a lot. If there's something that can be learned from the tale of Elena and the other citizens of Port Aransas, it's that as mighty as a hurricane might be, it can't match the spirit of a community coming together. From Corpus Christi and for South Texas Stories, this has been Justin Buckholtz.